Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Hey there, welcome to the We Miss Marty podcast, a podcast about Frasier. I'm Chris, and as always, i got Laura with me. Laura, how are you doing tonight? Hey, good to see you. Doing good. Yeah, <laughs> in our in our StreamYard Zoom world. Yeah, yeah, it's good to hear from you, too. So, Well, we're up to uh, Season 1, Episode 11 of uh, Frasier, and this one's good. I, I got to say, I can really identify with Frasier in this episode. Uh, Death Becomes Him, uh, which I, I thought was, uh, I liked the episode. I thought it was good. Um, you know, they're trying to um, bring Marty to the doctor. Uh, you know, Marty's stubborn. He doesn't want to go to the doctor. Uh, so Frazier takes him to the doctor. The doctor dies just unexpectedly. And, you know, everyone's sad, but Frazier really gets sad. And I, I you know, it's funny. It's it's you know, Frazier, great comedy episode. Maybe it's because I'm getting older myself. I, I'm identifying with all of this stuff. What did you think overall about Death Becomes Him? I I like it. It's it's a little more of a serious episode, mm-hmm. I think, um, for this series. Um, but it has some really kind of important moments, I think. Yeah. The one of the things that struck me about this episode was that it seemed like Frazier was more freaked out when he thought that the guy was, you know, just an average guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he died he died of like a sudden heart attack, I believe, right? Um, yeah. And he was like totally freaked out because they were the same age, you know. They were both doctors, so they both, you know, so that was kind of the thing. And then he goes to the wake where he talks to family members and they, they tell him that the guy was like in tip top shape, never ate (laughs) bad, you know? And to me, that's more something to freak out about than the fact that he was just his age, you know? So it was, it was interesting. He didn't seem to really freak out more, you know, when he got that information. Well, and it's just the, you know, it's how life goes sometimes. I mean, yeah, it, it pays off to live healthy, eat right, exercise and everything. But sometimes, you know, stuff happens. I mean, I I, I wish I had a more scientific way of saying it, but it happens. And Yeah, it does. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting. You know, there's no reason for the guy to die. Doesn't, right. doesn't freak Frazier out all that much, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. The age freaked him out, you know? I, I, I got to tell you, maybe it's 
it's been a busy week and maybe it's a bunch of other stuff happened in my life, but you know, as we're recording this, we're, we're still in the midst of the horrifying COVID pandemic. And I, I, I haven't had anybody close to me. I mean, people that I've heard of before in pop culture and the news that have died. I haven't had somebody close to die to me, but I don't know. I mean, through some of this stuff with COVID and um, I was like 30 and there, there was a, no one died my age for a long time. And suddenly a friend of mine in Canton just died suddenly. I saw him early that morning and he just, you know, something happened. I don't think it was a heart attack. It was some type of medical issue, but you know, he wasn't out of shape or anything else like that. So I don't know. We all think about that and we're human beings. If we think about it too, I, I know for the comedy purpose, you know, Frazier goes crazy. It's common on the show. And he's irking his family and coworkers with it. I, you know, obviously, anything you do, you don't want to take it to an extreme. But, you know, I'm watching that show thinking, yeah, maybe I wouldn't go as far as Frazier did. But it didn't bother me as much. I mean, yeah. I know. Yeah, I think it's a good idea, you know, to yeah. tell your, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a uh, conversation that comes up you know, every so often, like, um, I, I remember you and I, I believe we're still working together when Terry Shivo died. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was a big discussion. There's always big discussions about, you know, would you, would you want to stay on machines, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a good discussion. If these are good discussions to have, you know, do you want to be buried? Do you want to be cremated? Do you want, you know, your ashes thrown someplace special? You know, it's a, it's a, I, I, I think those are probably important conversations to have because, you know, you, if, um, you know, it's come up in some of the shows that I've been watching, you know, like uh, there's a show on crime that I watched called Bosch. Mm-hmm. And there was like, there was a big death in the middle of the series. And one of the big discussions was the woman who died didn't want a funeral, you know? Yeah. And, you know, so it was, you know, lots of discussions about what should they do and stuff. And, um, you know, it's a, I, you know, to me, that's a very important conversation and it's one that's very difficult to have. What? And and maybe part of it with Frazier was, he really didn't know the doctor. I mean, yeah, he identified and said, hey, this guy's my age, man, what's going on? And it freaked him out. But m- maybe the family w- was would have understood more if he knew them, like if he was a close friend of Frazier's or whatever. Um, yeah, I, it was kind of like an unexpected reaction, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had to be careful, and I could tell you more details off air, but we had a sports writer at the Cincinnati Inquirer when I was primarily working with them that died suddenly. And there were things that, you know, it was known that he died. You know, the details we weren't out of respect for family. We didn't release the details right away and everything, but that took me off guard. And I remember I literally worked with that guy. Um, He covered uh, the university of Cincinnati. I remember like the Saturday night before, uh, he was at football game, you know, covering the game, and I was kind of doing some digital stuff for that. And it took me off guard. And it was funny because, like, well, not funny, haha, but funny, just interesting. Where when I told my wife about it, she's like, well, I never met, heard you mention that guy's name before. 
So maybe that was kind of the thing that where Fraser's family kind of turned up a sink eye saying, okay, it's one thing if it's like your friend that you go to church with, like the 30-year-old I knew, but it's another thing maybe when we haven't heard you talk about this guy before. So. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Um, I was going to say that, you know, I've had uh, the, well, you mentioned COVID, you know, and not knowing anybody. I, I don't know anybody personally, but, you know, one of the girls, um, one of the women who's a reporter for the repository, her father died. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was one of the early, the first people to pass away in Stark County. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was shocking to us, you know, because we were just learning about this. I mean, it was in the, it was in like March, you know, of yeah. 2020, the early days of the, I mean, the shutdown was like mid month, you know? And so we were like, huh, you know, this, I mean, we, you know, we took it seriously because everything was shutting down and we knew what the impact was going to be, but, you know, to have somebody that we knew going through this was rather shocking, you know? I'm sensing, and maybe it's just it's me. This week, I, I'm hearing of so many more people I know better who are getting COVID, and thankfully, you know their cases appear to be more on the mild side. But that, that shocked me over the past couple of weeks. And again, thankfully, I mean these guys aren't even going to be in the hospital, let alone you know potentially passing from it. But you know, it, it makes you think. You know, I mean. With my health, I mean, that's why I've kind of been a hermit through COVID because, you know, I'm afraid bad things will happen to me if I get COVID. So, yeah, it's, yeah, and I know the report that you're talking about, and it, it's sad. I mean, she's a great follow on Twitter, but, you know, uh, the tweet she sent, just about, you know, memories of her dad, and it'll, it'll break your heart. Um, so, I, I will say that, obviously, this is kind of a morbid subject to talk about in a comedy sitcom, but... I thought the show, I thought it got funny when, you know, Frazier holds the meeting and, you know, he's saying, hey, you know, put stickers on the things that you want. And all the families creeped out. And I think maybe that's where the family got kind of annoyed too when Frazier had that bizarre meeting. Except for Niles, of course. Yes. <laughs> Niles starts yeah. uh, putting stickers on some of this stuff. Niles puts a sticker on the bottle of wine and puts a sticker on Frazier's uh, robe. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious, you know, and um, they, you know, had little jokes about who we picked to be the caterer for the after dinner, after a funeral meal, you know, and, um, you know, Daphne, of course, was being, he said, you know, she's likely to be the person uh, who found the, who finds the body. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, saving the best for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think of Frazier going to the lake for the guy, the deceased? It was respectful at the beginning, yeah. but it got weird when it quickly became all about Frazier. I mean, hey, I think I've told you this before, but I'll tell you this again. I mean, you really, um, I really appreciate what you did. Like, you came to my dad's calling hours, and I don't. Well, I think he may have come and visited me once at the News Herald, but you really didn't have that personal relationship with him. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the funny thing about it was you came because you knew me. I talked about my dad. In, in a way, you were respecting dad and kind of honoring me by coming. I really appreciate that. I mean, honestly, this isn't 
just for a podcast. I'll tell you this off here too. But um, I I think where Frazier stepped over the line was it's one thing if he's like, oh, this I worked in the same building with this guy or something. And it quickly became more about, oh, no, you know, am I going to die this soon too? And it quickly kind of went over the line with that. Yeah. He he started out badly, I think. Yeah. Looking behind the the mirror, looking behind the drape over the mirror. You know, it's a Jewish uh, shiva. Yeah. Everything is you know covered up so you don't see your reflection. You know, and um, and then he jokes about when he's finding out that he's like a really he was really in good shape and everything, and he's like, oh. Did you actually check to make sure he's really dead? Which was like the worst yeah. <laughs> possible thing. And um, but then you know he redeems himself when he goes decides to go to talk to the widow. You know, because mm. um, I think he even kept. I mean, kind of catches himself and realizes, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be here. You know, and then she pulls him back. You know, because she said, you know, he says, uh, you know, have you, did you know him well? And he says, you know, no, he was, I honestly forget what he said, but I mean, it was, the answer was no, you know, he, he didn't lie to her, you know, mm. and, um, you know, he says, you know, he was going to say something and then he stopped and caught himself and realized, you know what, I shouldn't be here. And so he was going to get up and leave. And then she asked him for advice. You know, she says, what would you, what do you, what could you tell me about, you know, why he died, you know, and yeah. how to handle this. And it was a very poignant moment, I thought. Um, you know, there's, there's really not a lot of moments um, on the show where Frazier's profession and his brother's profession are shown. Yeah them actually working at their job. I mean, he's goofing on on the radio and stuff periodically, but it's never anything deep or, you know, meaningful. Um, and, you know, even on his days when he was on Cheers, there wasn't really that deep. Um, but this was a really, I thought, a very nice moment for him, you know, to talk to her. And, you know, I appreciated the fact that, you know, it was like, super quiet, you know, and when, yeah. when the conversation was happening, it was, uh, I, I thought that was a, I thought it was a nice way to end all of that nonsense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. With, you know, here's advice for you. And it kind of works for Frazier too, is what would you tell somebody who suddenly is, you know, without this one, this very important person, you know, and he's, I mean, he's grieving the guy too, and but is in a different way. But he's still grieving. Do you ever feel this way? And you know, I've lost my dad. I've lost you know grandparents, loved ones that really hard to take. Um, sometimes I feel like Fraser. Like I don't think I've said anything ridiculously crazy at funerals, but it's hard for me to know what to say. And yeah. sometimes the way I am, I run my mouth, not in a bad way, but right. like say, you know, a loved one dies of yours. I go to the funeral and, you know, instead of just sitting there and going, you know, hey, I'm so sorry. And instead of just waiting for the person you've come to see, say, you know, 
talking with their family member, I feel like I have to fill the void with conversation. Like, I remember, like, with the News Herald, uh, mutual friend Erica, I one of her parents died, I think. Yeah, I remember going to that, and I don't think I say anything ridiculous, but I felt very apprehensive. I mean, it was good to be there for our friend, but it was just, it felt like I, I just didn't know what to do. And and I guess just being there is a nice compliment to the person. It's very touching. It, it just made me apprehensive. I got to tell you a funny story because this happened at the paper we used to work at. Um, I, we mostly designed pages and edited stories, but there was a couple times where they uh, allowed me to go write stories. And I don't know if you remember this. They had me uh, go to this church where the pastor died and he, he was young, like 40 or something like that. And I remember my wife and I, it was a Sunday morning. I was off work. We go to this church. We called the head. They said, okay, we'll let the, uh, the widow talk to you after the church. And we're sitting in the back row during the service. And I'm not loudly whispering, but I'm whispering my wife going, I'm not sure it's going to be awkward afterwards. We have to figure out who the widow is. Like I'd never been to this church before and everything. It turns out the widow was right in front of me. <laughs> so she turns around and says, are you Christian news? Herald? I'm like, yes. And she's like, well, I'm the widow. I'm like, Oh, I'm like crawling under the car- carpet. So uh-huh. yeah, it's always awkward to know what to say at that stuff. Yeah. It's hard, you know, cause I mean, they, I, I believe this is the saying that, you know, the funerals, and wakes are for the living, not for really yeah. them, you know. So, you know, it's there's, you know, hundreds of stories, you know, in magazines and online have been written about how to handle death and you know how to handle speaking to people who have lost someone. So if it was easy, you know, that wouldn't those things wouldn't need to be written, you know. Oh yeah. And yeah. These, Yet it, no one knows what to say, you know. So it, it's never, it's not. I would say probably in most situations, unless you're Frazier, you know, with that line about, "Are you sure he's really dead?" Um, I would say that the people probably appreciated them, probably appreciate no matter what you say, you know, because you're there saying it. So. I've always enjoyed Frazier, and, and, and we all go for life at different levels and modes and we experience things at different times i almost feel like fraser's almost a middle-aged show like i've liked fraser even as a young adult but i'm identifying i mean we're up to episode 11 and probably eight or nine of it i mean it's not that we're even analyzing from a show i mean i'm drawing from my own life experiences and it's helpful i mean i know this is fun and we we enjoy this but I, i almost feel like i'm learning about my life for this show which I think it's probably good. I don't know. It feels, it's kind of weird though. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, it makes sense, I think, for you. At yeah. this point, because, I mean, you're about the same age as him. Yeah. In the show. Uh, I mean, I'm, you have young kids, you know, and he has a young yeah. son, you know, and um, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think a lot of these shows are that way. You know, you do oh, yeah. different things away from them, you know, at different times when you watch them, you know? Yeah, no, it, it's been, it's been a really good journey so far. And I, I know we're, get, we're going to get into a lot more memorable episodes and everything, 
But again, I go back to Seg each week about how it, it's done a good job of setting up stuff. And I like it too because you, you're starting to see Frazier kind of lose control, which makes for good humor. But you're right. It was great to see how he collected himself at the end and had a great moment. So, like Seinfeld, you know, if, if it was a Seinfeld episode, Frazier would end up being goofy and walked out and nothing happened. But it was kind of good to see how it. Ended in a good moment, too. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a good episode. I got a kick again out of Niles and Daphne, like when she pulled the band-aid off of um, the faker Marty's arm when he said he asked him to take two uh, blood panels because they're small. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) After he faked going to the doctor. I think Marty was, and again, probably for comedy purpose, they wrote like that. I, I, I thought, you know, he was a little over the top. I mean, we we hate having to wait for an appointment, but that's what happens to the doctor. I, I tell my wife that every time you go to the doctor, you, you almost have to uh, allow for a half hour delay. And I don't know. Yeah, it, it was good. I'm, any of your thoughts about this episode? I thought. I, I I thought it was good. Just kind of, I don't know, made me think a lot about death, which, yeah, it's depressing. But I thought overall it was really helpful. You know, I, I know um, you always talk about, you know, the, the context of the time frame that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, as, we're, as we're taping this right now, um, it's um, September 9th of... 2021. So we're 20, we're two days away from the 20th anniversary of 9/11. Yeah. Where you know, when you look at that event, um, you know, with history behind us, you know, at the time when it happens, you know, we were overwhelmed by the fact that so many people died. But you know, there was so much other stuff. You know, who did it? And why? And how? And you know, and you know what can't I take on a plane and all that stuff. But I think now as people look back on it, the death and the loss is what's showing, you know, so it's, you know, death is, death is always kind of around, but at times it's way more overwhelming than. Well, and you got to think too, I mean, especially in relationship with 9-11, I mean, David Engel, was he, I, I can't remember his exact relationship with the show. I mean, was he the series creator? He was a writer. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And, and he passed some of the planes. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, obviously, 9-11 affected everybody in America. But, you know, especially affected the show to lose, you know, a, a key writer. writer. Yeah. Of all these episodes that we're watching right now. Yeah. And I, I saw YouTube. I, I think they recorded this about 10 years ago. But I think Perry Gilpin was talking about, I mean... There was a couple extenuating circumstances, but you know she could have been on that plane too, and everything. And it, yeah, it just some, just sad. You know, I, obviously not a lot of sad no matter who passed, but well, yeah, it really affected Fraser definitely. So, um, okay, yeah, we'll have to talk. I, I still want to go on this uh, uh, Fraser journey. I, I guess is Seinfeld back on Netflix yet? I heard something it was, but. I um, that's a good question. I don't know. I'll have to investigate. I don't know if it's on right now, or if it got like a debut date. But I, I'm hearing that they're actually making some movement on that. 
So, but, but yeah, maybe we, we, we could try to do both. We'll have to figure it out because, uh, you know, we started this with uh, Seinfeld. We kind of put a hold because Seinfeld left Hulu and it was kind of in limbo for a while, but we'll have to see kind of where it's at and October what our time looks like. I just looked it up. It's October 1st. Oh, October 1st. Okay. Your library drops at once. That's a tough thing. It should drop in the summer. I mean, this is. You got a lot of series premieres, NFL football. I mean, yeah, but they're going right up against the new shows that are on. Yeah. Um, you know, the fall TV shows are starting. So. Well, I'm wondering. I mean, you know, people do watch Seinfeld. I'm not saying nobody is watching the streaming, but I I think some of that gets a little bit more um, with as we're in COVID. You know, some of that nostalgia comes back and. I don't know, Laura. I think we're getting back to the time when we're going to go, going back to nostalgia with the way the COVID numbers look recently. So I don't know. Very tough. Very tough. All right. Well, let's see. Before we close, let's see what's on uh, next week that we're talking about. Next week is a Christmas episode. Oh yes. Um, where uh, Bulldog tricks Frazier into working for him, and. Uh, Frazier forgets his wallet at the station and the homeless or underprivileged folks at the restaurant buy his dinner. Yeah, and that taught some good lessons too. I mean, I'm looking forward to talking about that. Man, I mean, Frazier is a comedy. There's a lot of funny parts to it, but yeah. man, as we look deeper into this, it's almost like life lessons. I mean, and this is good. I mean, I like the journey. It's, I, I mean, I feel Seinfeld's gotten the was way into the silly and Frazier, especially in season one, we're, we're learning lessons about, you know, death and not selling out and not gossiping. I mean, yeah, it's a deeper show. It's a deeper yeah. Show. But it's good. And, and, and maybe as I get older, I'm kind of appreciating a little bit more as you kind of look back at what happened in life and you, you see how you want to look forward, you know, so. Very good. So, hey, looking forward to it. I'm not hearing anything else about the reboot. So, yeah. I don't know, Laura. Hopefully, we're still alive by the time the Fraser reboot finally comes. So, and no, um, no COVID. <laughs> yeah, we may see Fraser's like great grandson in the reboot when it finally gets. He'll, he'll play the role of great granddad Fraser. I don't know. So, how much of that's going to come or not? So, we'll see. All right. Any, anything else, Laura, that we should talk about before we go? Yeah, I think we're good. All right. Well, hey, as always, thanks, thanks, Laura, for helping me out. And thanks for checking out the uh, We Miss Marty podcast. Hey, check our sponsors. Um, sometimes get too wrapped up in the podcast to mention them. Uh, but check out Chase Bank and um, Ashley Home Store. Uh, great way to support what we're doing here at the Ohioan. And obviously, we have shows coming out every day, so check out some of the other shows we do. Well, thanks for checking us out. Have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.